Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book 8 The Reunification of Korea and World Peace. Ominous Signs Appearing in America. Yet, since 1945, after the victory of the Second World War, America has been showing ominous signs that it is falling away from God's will. This is a sorrowful turn of events. I say this because I love America. Someone has to awaken America. So at a meeting with American congressional leaders, I made the following points. First, it was God who, through America, brought about the victories of the first two world wars and brought about the United Nations, which is like a global nation. From the viewpoint of God's primary will, the United Nations should be centered on the spirit of Christianity and function as the headquarters for all the countries of the world. It was against God's will that the United Nations welcomed communist nations. Immediately after the victory of the Second World War, America did not play its role properly. America had the responsibility to guide in a proper way the victorious allied nations and the defeated Axis nations that it governed. America had the responsibility to manage them as God's nations. If America had understood God's will clearly, it would have seized upon the opportunity to restore the world to God's will by overtaking the Soviet Union, a nation which, because of the godless ideology of communism, is on Satan's side. Instead, at that time, America allowed the communists to take over many nations in Asia and Eastern Europe as satellites. The tragic divisions of Korea and Germany at that time have caused much misery. The victory of the Second World War was God's blessing, by which he intended to strengthen the free world and overtake communism. But if we look at the final results, it seems America let the blood of its young men be spilled in vain by giving the benefits they earned to the communists, even though they were proven adversaries who deny God. Americans need to know that the blood of those young men cries out even today. Moreover, by retreating from her sacred trust to protect the free world, America has given away even more to the communists. This include South Vietnam, which was under its protection. Therefore, the international stature of America has fallen, and the voices of resentment against it are growing louder and louder every day. These days, the UN has become a forum for the propaganda of the communist countries. Thereby, it is abandoning its original responsibility. This is not all. Day by day, in America, more serious things are happening. Drug abuse is destroying American youth. Immorality and corruption, the breakdown of the family, and violent crime continue to increase. There are many other serious problems as well. But among them, the infiltration of communism is the most dangerous malady. American society promotes the viewpoint that life is primarily the search for physical pleasure. It promotes a standard of value that exalts extreme individualism. If America continues like this, God will surely leave America, and America will cause God's plan to fail. This is very clear and apparent. What can God do at this point? God sees the situation in America in all its stark reality. It is no exaggeration to say that God foresaw the possibility that America would become like this. It also can be said that it was inevitable that Western civilization, by centering on material values, would bring about conditions like these in America. From any viewpoint, it is clear that material civilization is like the body, not the spirit. If America today is a body that God created, 
then God surely planned to create a spirit to fill this body. The place where God intends to first raise this spirit is in the Far East. If the spirit of the East and the body of the West become one, then at last the world will function as the complete being that God designed it to be. Today, Western culture is waiting for an intellectual or a spiritual revolution. But the situation nowadays is such that this spiritual revolution cannot be expected to originate in Western society. However, it will arise in the Far East. Here for a moment, I would like to look at the prophecy of the outstanding English scholar Arnold Toynbee. He was a famous historian and philosopher. His view of history is brilliant, and it anticipates the future very keenly. Even beyond the field of history, he is respected as a prophet. He prophesied the collapse of Western civilization, saying, Western civilization centering on Christianity has reached the edge of destruction. He also said, The purpose of history does not dwell in the development of civilization. The progress and decline of civilizations has in fact been a method for the realization of the higher religions. Thus, Dr. Toynbee states that the end of the stream of history is not the development of civilization. Rather, the true purpose of the history of civilizations is to foster the development of religion. Furthermore, he expected that a higher religion would appear in Asia, a religion that can save collapsing Western civilization. The famous prophecy of Arnold Toynbee is, Light will come from the East. The fire of a new religious teaching blazes as a beacon from Korea. It may seem revolutionary, but this morning I proclaim without hesitation that the light which Toynbee spoke about, the new religious teaching that can save the world, will appear in Korea. The fire of that spiritual revolution has already been lit in Korea. It is already a beacon burning brightly for the world. Even now, Western civilization is bursting into flame. Already hundreds of thousands of young people of all nations and races have the flame of that spiritual revolution in their hearts. A new standard of value and a new viewpoint of life have already been planted within them. All over the world, they are bringing a total moral revolution, practicing sacrificial service for the sake of humanity. The beacon of that spiritual revolution is the Unification Church. If this spiritual revolution is properly grafted to the material civilization of America, it will be the moment when the spirit and body meet. At that moment, America will have hope because it will meet with the spirit, and Korea will also have hope because it will meet with the body. Therefore, if America and Korea become one, they will go forward to begin a movement for world restoration. Then the world will have hope. This power of that spiritual revolution will be enough to defeat world communism. I have created so many controversies in America. The main accusation against me is that I brainwash the youth. The spiritual movement I lead has created such a shock that intelligent American people say I brainwash their children. On December 12, 1975, when I was asked about this at the United States House of Representatives, I replied, Let me ask you, distinguished congressman, a question. Are you dumb enough to be brainwashed by me, this man who came from Korea and always has to speak through an interpreter? The congressman said I gave a wise answer. A reporter is said to have sneaked into the Unification Church in America and made a desperate attempt to find bottles containing the drugs that Reverend Moon supposedly uses for brainwashing. It seems that he thought we brainwash by using some kind of drug. At last, he found a bottle of our Ilhua Ginseng tea. Aha! This is it! He exclaimed and ran off to try it. 
However, he didn't experience any mental disorientation, only a feeling of well-being. I don't brainwash American youth by drugs or otherwise. Rather, they go through a revolution within their hearts when they hear the teachings that God gave me. This is true. Even hearing only once the truth that God gave me in this land of Korea is enough to bring about a revolution within the heart. It brings even the most individualistic Americans to step forward and be willing to sacrifice for the world. They free themselves from slavery to drugs and sexual immorality. They discover their identity as God's children. They become patriotic Americans. They willingly dedicate their lives to serving God and take up the path to becoming holy men and women of character. Moreover, they recognize that communism is the enemy of God and burn with desire to liberate humankind from communism. How is it that God chose our homeland of Korea as the place wherein to reveal the ultimate ideology for the restoration of the world? What qualifications does Korea have in the last days to become the chosen nation? To put it briefly, it is because the Korean people are a people who can understand God's circumstances. Throughout history, no one knew that God was not a God of joy, but rather the King of kings of sorrow. No one knew that God was the parent who had lost his children from the very day of creation. A parent who has lost his children is miserable and to be pitied even if he is the King of kings. The God of all history is a parent with whom we should sympathize. The most dutiful child to this parent, who is deserving of pity, is the person who takes on the burden of his parents' sorrows. The Korean people were chosen for this role. Tune in tomorrow for the end of the speech on May Our Homeland Shine Forth. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.